Shalom. We are live. Give her thanks to be alive. Shalom. Shalom. Welcome back to the Upper Room. I'm your host, Darren. Yet again, I'm joined by my delightful brothers, Joseph, Ollie, and we've got our uh, our debut for young Tommy. Uh, he's joining us uh, for the Shalom, first time. Bro. God willing, not the last. Hallelujah. Um, yeah, uh, again, just the, the disclaimer before we get into uh, tonight's subject. Um, if you're looking for the full teaching, head on over to the Almond House uh, YouTube channel. Uh, you'll find our weekly Torah portions uploaded there. Uh, if you're looking for, for, the, for the full uh, edification, uh, head on over there. Here at the Upper Room, I think we've, uh, we've, we've got used to the process now where we, we get into the scriptures, we loose and bind, uh, we walk through them together, and... Um, we, 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 we wade into those waters, and um, so uh, without further ado, we're going to get into this uh, this evening's uh, topic, which is um, slightly, uh, slightly different this week. Uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, <laughs> Joe doesn't know what we're going to be talking about, and uh, we're just going to let the Spirit lead the conversation. The Spirit see, knows what we're going to be talking about, bro. <laughs> so um, let's hand it over to Ollie. And uh, we'll just we'll just get straight into it, bro. Take it away. Hallelujah. Well, we're having a bit of a prayer earlier, <clears throat> and um, I know you were saying, Joe, that you had rest, pushed on your heart for a bit, and then I was just walking in, and I had a bit of a, a subject that I wanted to talk about as well, and it seems in in keeping with that. So um, I was thinking about well, in in the prayer we were talking about the culture of rest, where we're having a having a a community where we're focused on resting in His presence and submitting to Him. And how, you know, a lot of people in our fellowship, you know, they seem more than ever anyway, I've really noticed people like starting to feel, you know, desperate desire to just get out there and be doing stuff for the kingdom. Um, and we talked about that last, last week a lot. Um, and then I just felt like this, you know, the other side of that is to, to operate in the rest, in the shalom of, of his presence. So... Um, one thing that was pressed on me to have a chat about was the difference between doing things in your own strength and um, the, uh, uh, compared to doing things, submitting to Christ in us. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. What Beautiful. were you thinking of, Joe? Bless you, Ollie. Uh, yeah, well, I think we, we're going to run with that first, bro. All right, all right. Because I am uh, fascinated and motivated by the imparted righteousness of Christ within us because, you know, <clears throat> on this Torah walk, you know, when we're doing the mitzvah, we're doing the precepts, we're doing the commandments, you know, often we can fall into that flesh. And when we're in the flesh and we start trying to do the commandments in the flesh, that's when things are going to start going wrong for us. Mm -hmm. You know, we walk not in the flesh, we walk in the spirit and the two are at enmity with one another. And the letter kills with the spirit bringeth life. And I think it's vital that we have to do this sort of walk and walk out the commandments and the mitzvahs in the spirit at all times. And that is then the imparted righteousness of Christ within us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think we've got to run with that theme tonight, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really key, isn't it, for, like, especially when we, we feel that desire to start moving um, into, into our own ministries, into our own callings and purposes that we feel like God's given us. Um, if we want to see that bear fruit you know it has to be this submitting to him in us rather than us trying to force it in our own efforts and also for it to be sustainable you know a lot of people do burn out on this walk don't they you know they, they get to a point where they just 
you know, they, they just get tired and weary with it. And um, we want to find that place where, you know, his, 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 his burden is light, you know, his, his yoke is easy. And it's just a real joy to, to spend time with him and to practice the presence of God and just be submitted to that. You know, I feel like that's where our vitality comes from, you know, on this walk. With, um, with that being said, <clears throat> when we, we talk about rest and being on the, the tour of walk, as it were, not doing things in, in our strength, I'll just ask you guys, how important, how fundamental is the Sabbath? Keeping the Sabbath. Wow, that's right on. I mean, obviously, that's right we, on. we've got the spiritual implications, we've got the physical ones as well. Um, we obviously know the, the, the prophetic picture of the Sabbath, um, but how, how important to you guys is, is keeping the Sabbath and by the Spirit? How, how does that affect your walk and your journey and your strength to, to, to you know, uh, walk out your, your kingdom purpose? Mm, that's a good point. It, um, it's, yeah, it's a fundamental question, Dan. Um, when we think of the, the Sabbath, we, we think of rest. And if we think of... Um, the Feast of Tabernacles in Sukkot, we, we, we rest on the first day and we rest on the eighth. It reminds me of the Garden of Eden and the eternity with our Lord. You know? But he, our Lord being all, all knowledge and all wisdom, he incorporates it into life itself. I mean, who or what doesn't rest? You know, as, as human beings, we, we sleep overnight. Um, creatures rest overnight, some creatures hibernate. It's part of God's laws of physics that we all rest, you know. And um, I often look at um, when we think of the Sabbath, I mean, obviously, as Torah keepers, we, we observe the Sabbath on a Saturday. And it's, um, God says it's a seal, it's his sign, you know, of his, his children. Mm. He knows his children that keep the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Um, but I think it's fundamental that um, our Lord blessed that day and set it as a set apart day, as a day of um, a day of rest. And right through our scriptures, we see that um, there's something fundamental that God wants us um, transmit and put a portray to his, his children that this is fundamental in His creation. It's, um, and I always. As I said at the beginning, I always harken back to Tabernacle and Sukkot, where the first day is a day of rest and the eighth day is a day of rest. I think as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah, beautiful to get this one going because it's dead and we up good and proper, you see, because <laughs> the Lord actually created the heavens and earth in six days and on the seventh day he rested. This is why he said the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath because already it's the imparted gift of God. It's permission of God. It's access to God. And I believe it's the core theme of love because he, he gave us this rest. For God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son so that it shall be finished. And we have eternal rest with him. It began with rest and it ends with rest. And it's all through him. And I think this is why he takes the Sabbath so seriously. It's like, of course he does because it's love. And this is a relationship that he wants to be in with us. And he wants to fill us up, give us that rest. 
give us that rejuvenation, make us lie down in green pastures, because we've got a date with Abba on that day, and that is where love is forged. Yeah. I love how all the appointed times they they they're a throwback to something that's happened in the past. There's also something in the present that they're talking about, and there's something in the future that they're talking about. You know, so you know it's a Sukkot example. You know, there's the whole idea of remembering Israel in the in the wilderness, but then we have a very kind of present experience of Yeshua tabernacling with us and us being a tabernacle of the you know the Holy Spirit, and then this thing happening in the future with New Jerusalem and uh, and the Father being with us and stuff. And I think it's the same with the Sabbath. You know, we've got things in the past. We've got the, the present reality of like being able to to rest that He has finished the work of salvation. That Amen. that's a gift. That now He's seated in heavenly places. <clears throat> we're we're in Him. We get to take part in everything that He has. You know, like His victory over this fall is something that we're invited to inherit and and take part of. We can find refuge. In the kingdom, like right now, in his uh, in the presence, we can experience everything that Yeshua experiences. We get to experience that in the present, and uh, and there's a there's a rest there, um, because he's 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 done it. And then there's also going to be this future time where there's a more physical manifestation of that. <coughs> Excuse me. So you know the, the the idea that we we do these things weekly, or the other appointed times where we do it throughout the year, it just taps us into this like past, present, future, who was, who is, and is to come, you know, and I, I love that, I'm, I'm a, I, I was in the Sunday church for many years as a spirit-filled believer, you know, before I even knew what the, the appointed times were, um, and it was such a joy for me to go from, you know, not, not knowing them to finding this God-given structure to, to, to structure your life around, you know, that taps you into this past, present, future reality of who he is and what we have in him, you know. So I think that's um, part of the beautiful nature of uh, the, um, uh, the prophetic element of the appointed time. So we've got the past, present and the future all rolled into, into that time, into that, uh, I don't want to say time frame because it's beyond time and space, <laughs> which in court, of course encapsulates our Lord that he's beyond time and space. But yeah, he gives us that mapping to to, uh, to to celebrate, to be joyful, to, to rest uh, in him as well. So when it comes to rest, we, we talk about resting in the Lord. Um, what does that mean to you guys as individuals? You know, resting in his word, resting in his presence. How What does that look like for you, you guys? Go ahead. I'd like to jump on that. <laughs> I believe it looks to me like um, rest is the permission, the participation, and the power of intimate relations with our Father. Because look, it was the first thing that was sanctified in creation. So the Lord in six days created the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested. And Adam entered into that rest on the seventh day because Adam was created. So the first cosmic conscious experience of intimacy that Adam got to have with Abiyah was the Shabbat. And I think that's why, again, it's so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find, like, 
if I compare it to doing things in my own strength, rest is, is like a submission to the desire of Christ within me rather than trying to just do something from a different motive. I think we can have a lot of different motives for what we do. Sometimes it can be, uh, you know, a tick box exercise, a religious tick box. It could be to try and validate ourselves. Like if I do this, people might think I'm a better person. If I, if, I, if I learn a few scriptures off by heart, then people might think I'm a better, you know, a better Christian. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of different motivations for what we do. And a lot of those motivations, if we're doing it for the, for the wrong reason, we, we have to do it in our, in our own strength to be able to achieve them. <clears throat> With uh, with rest though, I feel like it's it's a submission, and and this is the main thing. It's like we put up the sails, and then the the spirit you know blows on it. So it's about being aware of Christ within, being aware of His presence, listening and then submitting. And um, so that could be, for in terms of righteousness, um, we always talk in Torah communities that we're not doing the commands to get saved. We're doing it because we are saved, right? We're doing it because we love. We love God, um, and, and that's that's our motive for doing it. We get to spend time in Him, and then uh, the the Word talks about us becoming new creations, that we become like vessels, that we we get His Spirit, we get a new character, we get a new identity, and we put off the old, we put on the new. That whole thing is that His Spirit inside of us now gives us um, a new character. So we have different desires. We don't desire things of the world anymore. We don't desire things of the flesh. We desire things that are set apart and holy and good and pure. And and so like the the, the idea of being righteous through rest is that we, we get in touch with Christ within and what he wants and what he desires and that becomes our desires and we, and we do it and it becomes easy. It's a joy to do it. You know, it's not a burden, it's a joy. Um, whereas doing things in your own strength, um, you can quite easily fall into like a mentality like, okay, so I'm I'm flawed. I lack this, that, the other, and now I need to strive to try and attain this goal, which is out there. It's external to me. It's something that I don't have yet. Um, and then I've got to. And then what are the steps to do there to, to get there? And so you go on a ten-step program to overcome this sin issue to get there. I've, I'm all about the one-step program of just like Christ, you know, revealing Christ within us, aware of His character and nature within me, aware of his desire in me, and then submitting to that. Okay, yeah. For me, um, I'm quite concise, as you know, rather yeah. than Joseph yeah. and them. For me, um, rest is um, a total detachment from the world and from oneself. And, um, just trusting and relying and depending upon our Lord to be... Um, yeah. To see, to navigate us through what, because we know that life. Our Lord knows that we we practically we toil six days, we rest one day, but we can rest daily also with our Lord. You know, He He shows that we can rest daily. It's it's um, we all say the Sabbath, of course, but we can rest daily. And um, that for me personally, I think it's, it's to detach from oneself and from the world and to rest in Him. That's how I see rest. Um, it, it just makes me think of, you know, pick up your cross daily. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Like you said, that, that daily, um, that daily uh, perspective of being excited to spend time with him, whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the evening. I, I personally prefer the morning. Uh, it's the best time for me. And I like, 
I like the fact that I set apart a time early because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to going to meet him um, in his word and, and in prayer. And it just sets the day up. Uh, and I think that's part of the rest, part of the cycle. And like you say, with the, with the Sabbath um, as well, for me, in terms of the practicality of, of rest, um, as Tommy said, it's, it's a detachment from the world. So I, I again, this is more of a, a process and it can be applicable to anybody in, in their walk, wherever they are. So, for example, I, I won't go on the BBC Football website, you know, for that period of time. No point of fingers, Tommy. Or I won't go on any news, you know. I know you can go into the, the you know, traditionally in, in, in Jewish circles, they won't have their phones at the, the, the Shabbat table and things like that. So, again, not pointing fingers because we're all walking through ourselves, but I, I do feel that in order to rest, there has to be a physical detachment yeah, in it's order be to, set to apart. get that. Exactly. Set it's apart. got to be set apart. It's, it's, a, it's a sanctified time, and we've got to honour that time. And we have to also align ourselves with that sanctification. You know, it is finished, of course, but there's a maintenance process in that. And we still have to legally come into that. You know, we got to legally come into that ourselves. You know, I am here. I accept this. I'm using my free will to access that because I have permission to it. And therefore, it's been granted to me. And for that reason, I am going to press into that. I think as well, bro, like... This idea of rest and, and like, you know, how it's done in the Lord and, you know, we can kick back. We can apply that rest to every situation. So, like, you know, we're all just here, like, practicing Shabbat. And we're like, Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> and then Monday comes and you're like, oh, my head's red. Like, just had, like, this overload of paperwork and I've got this bill through the post and my boss is on my case. And, oh, this person who I love who's in Christ is, like, really hurting me. And I'm, like, so offended. And, like, I've got no money in my bank. And, oh, something really terrible's happening. Look what's going on on the news. And it's like... Yo, you, you're meant to be an advocate of the rest. Like, you're meant, you go around saying Shabbat Shalom. Like, you need to apply this into every iota of your life because his rest is eternal. His rest is immeasurable. It's uncontainable. All right, it's beyond space and time. We're going to a place not measured by space or time. Okay, so if he is that infiniteness and he is that rest, we need to start applying this principle to every situation of our life. David wrote, didn't he, in Psalm 110? <clears throat> he said, And the Lord said unto my Lord, Sit at my right hand. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Okay, so that implies rest. That implies. I always get this idea of a footstool, and it's like a couch, isn't it? You know, you're kicking back on this footrest. And why, 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 what's with the foot? Well, it's, it's, it's down to the Mashiach whose foot will be bruised, but he will crush the head of the serpent. This is the ultimate sure, sure. enemy that is going to be defeated. And therefore, we've got to start applying <clears throat> that rest to every situation of our life. It can't just be now and again or just on Shabbat. It's got to be in every situation. Like, how often are we applying that rest and we're just giving it over to the Lord? You know, someone's backbiting, someone's coming against you. Things are getting said. Things are going wrong in your life. Rest invokes trust. Rest is trust. Rest is trust. Yeah. I was just yeah. thinking of Romans 8 when you were talking about 
you know, uh, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ our Lord. I mean, that's rest, isn't it? <laughs> you know, to go through all that stuff and still be able to be rest, rested in him. And it's all over Paul's letters, you know. How can a guy be in a Roman prison and write Ephesians or Philippians and talk about the, the secret of contentment and uh, talk about how we're in heavenly places, seated within with all spiritual blessings. I mean, that's that's rest, you know, that, that when circumstances are, are all going wrong, that you're still able to access him and know that you're seated in him spiritually and that you have all spiritual blessings that, you know, you've, con you've already conquered these things. It's already a done deal, you know, it's just, it's beautiful, isn't it? And you're absolutely right, you, you know, Joe, like, we, we can we can focus on the Shabbat rest and then on Monday, you know, we, the, the, the pressures of the world can distract us and we get our eyes off that. And, you know, we're all we're all guilty of that, aren't we? You know, we all do it. Um, and it's it's that 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 thing of needing to get back into the presence, of, into the worship, into the prayer, into the word, um, into fellowship as well. You know, it's something that's really important to me, like ever since moving here. You know, I know if I'm getting too too distracted in the world, <clears throat> I need to get back into back into the presence. I can just ring some brothers up and go and hang out and you know pray together and, and stuff. Shut up and say, yeah, yeah. And and for me, that that, that that's it. It's, it's it's we we all get distracted. We all get uh, you know stirred up in the dilemmas of the world. But it's about getting back to that trust and that rest. This is it. It's in your shoe. It's Alice. It's just me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. That's all. Get our clothes in this world. We we do toil. Mm -hmm. He knows this, and he, our Lord knows that um, in this world that there are burdens and there are trials, and uh, it can be toilsome and wearisome. But um, he is our rest, mm -hmm. and that's his promise. It's his beautiful, great, grand promise. Mm -hmm. Well, um into this uh, notion of um, you know we enter the rest at, at Shabbat we fellowship we get into the word uh, we worship we rest in him on that day that should and I'm not saying it's always going to be the case but that should well be our, our our rest is complete on that day so then we're then um, we're then able to go back into the world with that kingdom mindset that we were talking about last week, mm -hmm. with the um, attitude of, of ministry being our lives, everything that we do, our jobs, our spouses, our family, every waking moment should be for him. Now, I'm not saying that is the case because we're human and that's just how it goes. But if we do enter into that rest, we, we completely detached, as Tommy said, we gather together as we're instructed to, on the day that we're instructed to, we're galvanized and then we're ready when it comes to, I mean, I, personally, I, I've, I've fallen into that trap on a, on a Saturday evening when I've left the gathering. I, I feel, you know, a bit down or, or oh, what now? I've just been gassed up and I'm just going to go home. And, and no, no. I, and it has to be a, a platform of, of 
projectile for you to then go off in your ministry and, and fulfill what he's what he's got in store for you, I think. Beautiful. It's almost a bit like a, a battery being recharged. Yeah. You know, and then where are you gonna put that energy to now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it does say, doesn't he? he? He makes us lie down in green pastures. And that I always say, look, that's the command there. It is there, it is. Keep the Sabbath holy. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He commands us. He leads us beside still waters to do what? Mm. To restore our soul. Mm. I think um, also talks of uh, being human and we are all um, we all fall short of the glory of God. I think it's um, our Lord in his infinite wisdom and knowledge knows that it's a, a form of discipline for us. You know, and to say, look, I instruct you together, and I, I instruct you to observe my Sabbath. Mm. Without that, we could pretty much quite easily go off the rails and one side go to the left or go to the right. It's, I think it's a form of um, divine discipline, really, to say, look, I want you together, and I want you to observe the Sabbath, because I know you're human and you're frail and you're. You're prone to mistakes and to slipping and backsliding, etc. This I'm doing this for your benefit to keep you on track. You know. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. And I think this is why the author of Hebrews says there now remains a Sabbath for us. You know, He is Lord of the Sabbath. I mean, why would we not want to enter into that rest? Why would we not want to keep the Sabbath holy? Because in it there is such delight. There is restoration, there is reconciliation, Reconciliation. there is rejuvenation, there is permission, there is participation. I mean, it's full, it's life. It's It's life. I know from coming from Sunday church as well, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, why would you need to mark it as a day? Because we have our rest in him. Like every day I'm at rest, you know, spiritually. So why mark it in the physical? Um, And there's a lot of things that we're asked to do uh, biblically that symbolize something in the spirit you know so baptism for example it's like well why would i need to be baptized in water if i've already been washed clean by the blood of yeshua and it's because this this thing that we get to experience in the spirit um is is where we start but then we want that to manifest on earth as in as it is in heaven don't we you know, even though we're getting to experience this, you know, this 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 restful place, we're still living a physical life as well, until New Jerusalem. You know, so we're we're living this physical world which has fallen, and these little symbols that we we we, we can follow, um, shadow pictures are just a beautiful way of marking what's going on in the spirit. You know, in the physical. So baptism, um, you know, if if you get, I know some people debate whether you get, if you get baptized in, in the bathtub or a hot tub or in, in uh, living water, you know, it makes a massive difference. For me, you know, I'm not sure it does. I think it's what's happened in the spirit is the main thing. And then we mark it in the physical and that's a, a, like a, a, it's giving respect to what's happened in the, in, in the spiritual and, and giving some sort of physical manifestation of it. Same with the bread and wine, you know, if we're taking bread and wine and remembering Yeshua, 
you know, that can be a, a deep, you know, introspective time. You know, I know for me, when I when I drink the wine, I'm focusing on his blood washing me clean. When I when I take the bread, I'm uh, imagining his his body, his substance, his character. You know, in me. You know, it's a powerful thing to do. You know. Um, and I think it's the same with the Sabbath. We have this whole day, you know, 24 hours where we can just rest in the physical and focus on this rest that we have in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because it is a dress rehearsal of what's to come as well. Yeah. So this is this is something that I like to express. It's like, yeah, we're practicing his rest. Uh, we're stepping into his presence, which is rest. Uh, the blood on the mercy seat. Is all about rest. The the heavenly tabernacle and the, the throne room above is all about him establishing that eternal rest, you know. Uh, and what when we congregate on the Sabbath, we're declaring that. Mm. We are we we are literally putting our flag in the ground and saying it is a done deal. We are we are we are proclaiming this mm. uh, we're living into this promise because we have got this established with our father. He has made it so. And for that reason, we want to walk it out. We want to experience it. And we want to also fulfill it. Yeah. So um, with that being said, um, what, what does rest look like to you guys? What, is that, what is that experience like for you guys on a, whether it's a daily or weekly basis when it comes to intimacy with the Lord? And I'm talking about, do you go off, do you, do you shut the door? Put the music on. Are you opening the word? What what, what is your rest as, as as an individual in your relationship uh, with the Lord look like? Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good word, that because I'm sure it means different things to different people. Yeah, kind of um, where you are in life, for example. Um, we know that we we do the partial each week, and we do it in a, a, a person's house the whole is somebody's home you know and then um, the people need feeding so for one person say well i'm not gonna be saving any food this day it's the sabbat i'm gonna rest i'm not i'm not even gonna get out of bed i'm not gonna turn a tap on i'm not gonna <laughs> walk across that living room you know, i'm not even gonna breathe i'm just gonna hold my breath on the sabbath i'm gonna stay in bed <laughs> But then you know, we, we know from scripts that um, people who were saving on that day were allowed to do, I mean, the priests in the tabernacle, for, yes. for instance, yes. you know, uh, David, etc. So it, it, I think it's different for, I think, personally, I think um, the Shabbat, which yeah. we observe every Saturday, I think it's, um, it's a personal thing between oneself and God because. You could be somewhere in the world in a certain, a certain uh, length along the road that you're travelling in life, the walk you're doing, and, and God will permit certain things, and somebody else will be somewhere else, and God will permit certain things. For example, um, our Lord put it quite straight. He said, look, it's good to do good on the Sabbath. My father and I don't rest even on the Sabbath. Mm, true. You know, some could say, well, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything on the Sabbath. But if your child's ill, you'll be ringing the doctor and you expect the doctor to come out on the Sabbath. Mm. If your neighbour is, is struggling and is old and is in his 80s, you say, can you help me with this? You've got to go and help your neighbour. Love must come first. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a personal thing between myself and God. 
And if, if you're doing right, if you're doing godliness, it's it's okay on the Sabbath. Like Joseph said earlier, this, uh, man was not made for the Sabbath, Sabbath was made for man. So I think it's it's an individual thing as long as it's right with God. But what I, what I mean, going back to what you said about your, your the daily element of um, rest um, and intimacy. Um, so I'm, I'm with you on the on the Sabbath. Uh, I think everybody has different convictions at different times. Uh, obviously, there's there's tropes of legalism. There's 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 tropes of ultra grace, and we're familiar with that. But what I'm interested, in, what I wanted to ask you guys is, what does it look like for you? So for me, like I said, in the morning. Nobody's up, it's quiet, it's peaceful, we'll open the word, I feel his presence. That's my daily rest, and then I'm ready to go for the rest of the day. How do you practice it on a daily basis? Yeah. <clears throat> I think for me it's victory and it's 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 non-negotiable. It's like that moment when you recognize the total victory in every situation, and that is the ultimate rest. This is why the master said it is finished so for me like his rest is just pure victory and it's like everything could be going wrong but you are victorious mm. because you are in his rest so for me and, and it doesn't happen all the time yeah. you know it just it just doesn't i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i'm permanently 100 victorious mm -hmm. always walking in the spirit there's loads of times when i get it wrong beck is always i said to you today didn't i I said, my wife's got more faith than me, you know. <laughs> I think it goes for most men. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but she walks out that victory. She walks out that rest so much more than me. I, you know? I love that. I, I absolutely love that. You, you smashed it out of the, the core there because it's, it, you know, the way I'm framing it in my head is this rest, this, uh, you know, coming back and getting recharged. But you're saying like, no, I'm, I'm resting in his promises. I'm resting in his word. Because I'm walking out that victory, I'm present because he's he's uh, sat by the right side of the Father, truly victorious in everything. It's all done, and what you're saying is your uh, your conviction and your uh, uh, your rhythm with that. It gives you that power to be resting just in Him, <laughs> like all the that's time. That's it, bro. And then that's what where you'll get pure joy there in any situation that you can be stagnant, flat out, bare tires, you know, over the battle, and and and. When you get that joy through his victory, you get to practice the light. Everyone thinks you're off your head. <laughs> and you're just bulletproof, bro. <laughs> um, if we go back to Genesis, Scott, let's go back to the beginning. Noah, Noah, his name means rest, but it also means comfort, you know. And we all uh, we can all testify here that um, in the presence of our King, our Creator, there's a comfort that can't be really put into words. Mm. You know, it's it's a it, there's a warmth. It's a warmth and a, I, I can't well right now I can't put it into words. There's something that we can all testify to. Um, people online will, will would recognise this and here sit. Those who are sat here can testify to this that when we are in the presence of our Lord, that is the ultimate rest and the ultimate comfort. Um, Amen. Then that can be not just on the on a Saturday, but each and every moment of any day. Hallelujah! And you always mention the animals, bro, don't you? Because mm -hmm. I say, I say, like, how's your cat on Shabbat? And what, what do you say, bro? You're always like, oh, he's just doing the will of the Father, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you always say it though, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Our, our Lord. And they were on the ark, Lord, which is beautiful. Our, you know, they our, were in the rest. Truly, our Lord's blessed creatures, um, who were here before us, by the way. 
they were on the arc, you know, and then I, uh, for those who listen online, I, I, I don't own the cat, he actually owns me. But <laughs> 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 we have a cat called Ollie. Yeah. Yeah, another Ollie. All the Ollies I know are wonderful. <laughs> and our cat's called Ollie. And then um, I've actually learned from him. And we, we do have a dominion over animals, but in a, it has to be in a godly way. Truly. But we can learn from animals. They are um, they're sinless. Mm. They never argue. They're never, they're never um, selfish. They're so loving. They're so loyal. And um, I look on God's, all God's creatures, all of them, from a slug to a giraffe to a whale to a dog or a cat. And I, um, I give thanks and praise to our Lord, our Lord God, because these God's creatures are so beautiful that actually, for me, they're actually a, a reflection of divinity, because they, um, they can often, unfortunately, sad to say, put people to shame with their love and their loyalty, their unconditional love and their loyalty, which is. Um, which is what our Lord uh, teaches us to be, really. We were supposed to be loving and loyal, you know, and uh, to, to, to humble ourselves and um, to, to give off love. And, um, that's what I learned from animals personally, to be honest. And, uh, but going back to the uh, the ark, like you mentioned, Joe, our Lord's creatures were on the ark, mm. and Noah, he was on the ark with them. He, he, and they came to him, by the way. His name, Noach, Noach, it means rest and it also means comfort. So our rest is not just one of kicking back and just chilling out and not doing nothing today. It's a comfort. It's a real warmth of being with our Saviour. Yeah. It's, it's, it cannot be topped. Hallelujah. And, and Apostle Paul said he worked harder than any of the others, didn't he? He worked harder than anybody else, but not by his own strength, by the grace of God. And so this, this rest that we're having... It's it's not the same as a as a physical rest of not doing much. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what, what, what the spiritual rest is um, is that the, the the fuel for what we're doing yeah. is is the spirit. It's his victory. You know, so you know I, I can pray, you know can pray for the sick completely at rest that it's already been done in the spirit. You know, uh, you could go out and preach the gospel. You know, knowing that the salvation's already been given to, to all people it's just people yeah. have to accept you know you, you can you can run the race <clears throat> in rest or you can try and do it in in your own strength which it's is, why they marry one another you know which is beautiful because as you said with Noah um, being comfort and Yeshua says oh, I will send you the comfort yes the Holy Spirit so if the Holy Spirit is, is driving as you say our witness our deeds our actions our love um, by default, resting in that comfort. And then I love the, the way that the spirit, like you say, you, you describe it as a warm comfort. It's such, the, the enigma that is the spirit, mm-hmm. it comes in, in that, that little pocket, that little moment. And it could, you know, I got hit on Saturday night after Shabbat actually when I was at home and I was drawing on my, on my desk and all of a sudden I was like, right, put the worship on. Boom. I was gone for 40 <laughs> minutes just like <laughs> Hallelujah. Beautiful. Do you know? And, yeah. and 
I think that's the, like you say, that's the spirit, that's the rest. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. But I, I know what you were saying earlier with your question about like, you know, when we come out of that rest and we start getting, you know, worried about the world or um, we start getting stressed out at work and we stop, you know, being aware of the spirit and we feel a bit dry and stuff like mm. that, you know, how do we kind of get out of that? Yeah. yeah, how do we get back into it? And, um, you know, I, I think that the, the things that we find in scripture worship prayer reading the word fellowship aren't they really you know that's that, that's all the, the things that we all do um and it's it's funny isn't it like sometimes when we're at our lowest you know um you know sometimes we we, we don't we don't feel like <laughs> getting in the spirit you know <clears throat> which is mad really because that's when we need it the most the most um, <laughs> yeah. and that, that's for me when I need to phone up a friend and you know uh, hang out you know Joe will always be like come on <laughs> you know get us get in the spirit you know he works in your weakness come on <laughs> and uh, you know it's 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 fellowship isn't it you know I do feel yeah. for people who don't have um uh, you know fellowship close by you know I know a lot of people on this walk are like that you know um and I think it's something that we need to you know, really pray into if, if that's a desire that people have to be in fellowship, you know, like really pray that, that the door open and, and prioritise that True. about other stuff True. because when you're with other people, your walk's just, it goes at another level, doesn't strength. it? Unity, strength. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, like you said, there are a lot of people who seem to be walking this alone, mm. but I think what's stronger than fellowship even for me is prayer and yeah. the word. Yeah. I definitely think that's, you can take fellowship away from people Someone could be in prison, for example. Yeah, true. Um, but you cannot take prayer and away from people. Yeah. Whatever happens, and you can take true. technology away. You can take the, the internet away. Mm. You can take you can take people away from people, but you cannot stop the word and the prayer. Yeah, and that's the vital. Oh, yeah. And out, out of all the activities that you could do with your time, you never look back on yourself and think, oh, I just wish I didn't spend so much time in prayer that week, or I just read the word a bit too much that week. Truly, you know, truly, uh, truly. Yeah, that never happens, does it? No, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the truth. Well, I mean, all, all things start with prayer. There, there isn't anything that, that, that happens with, without it starting in prayer. Mm. Um, and as Tommy said, I think that's, that's, got, that's crucial for your diet, your oh. daily diet. Mm. Pray and, 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 and then read the word, whether it's a chapter, whether it's a verse. Yeah. Meditate on that verse, because that verse can, that can feed you. That will feed you the whole so day. Much, One line. So much. And you feel so good after it. It's always like going to the gym, isn't it? Before the gym, you're like, yeah. oh, no. The flesh yeah. is like, no! <laughs> the spirit's like, yeah. yeah! And then after it, you feel so happy that you got you into did. the words, you know? Yeah. Refreshed, refreshed. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I, I really love uh, about the picture of the Sabbath uh, overall is is it gives us endurance and perseverance. So when you look at the the, the you know the race that we're running, which can can it's really grueling and it, it feels like we're here for a long time, but we're not. It's it's blinking, you miss it. It truly is blinking, you miss it. So I think there are times where you are tired, you're weary, um, you 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 just you're just grinding it out. Um, but you know that that eternal rest is 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 there to come. And I think that is again, it's a vital picture. Uh, again, we're prompted every every week that this is a picture of our eternal rest in the kingdom. So everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm going through, everything that I'm experiencing is is for that for the kingdom for an eternal rest 
and all of a sudden you just feel the alleviation of yourself and your worries and your fears and your troubles and your angst it's 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 for what because we're not going to know it when we're in the kingdom (laughs) everything you've ever worried about every thought you've had every deed you've experienced it's it's gone because we're we're there in perfection hallelujah and I think that's why there's a, a physical attribute to this rest as well, you know. I'm all about that, you know, that gift of the Spirit. and But I'm about that physical gift as well, because sometimes there's nothing better than just being able to say, not today, Satan, today I'm resting, yeah. you know. There's nothing better than bringing the flesh into alignment, kicking back and just rejuvenating the body naturally, physically, you know. Yeah, this is God's holy day. Yeah. This is God's holy set apart day. Mm. Yes, children. Um, can you feel the peace in the room, by the way, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Just like a I can feel like the rest. <laughs> rest. Yeah, there is just like a heavy rest on us right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's great because I'm so happy. There's definitely been spirit led. Yeah. This is what we wanted to achieve tonight. Mm. Something spirit led. So for all I'm watching online, you know, we hope that this is blessing you as well, and this is where you're up to, and just unpacking that true rest, you know, mm. and, and and rest in peace. to marry one another, bro, <laughs> yeah. because to 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 have his rest is to know his peace, and when you have his peace, the peace that passeth all mm. understanding, yes. you know that that is rest. You know, yeah. don't marry together, mm. don't marry together. Yeah. Shabbat shalom. No wonder we say shabbat shalom. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is 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 a is such a vital component. I, I often look at um people in the world and they they go in twenty four seven three sixty five. Right, they say they're going to take some time off at the weekend or go on a holiday, but they're still on their phones, they're still answering emails, they're still taking the kids here. That they, It just doesn't stop, and I, it just blows my head off. And I think, how, how, how can you not? I get to Friday, and I'm ready to shut the doors, close the windows, turn the phone off, and just, just rest. Um, and I feel so grateful that I'm able to, to experience that. Um, I couldn't imagine a, 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 an existence now. I, I'm just... It's that rhythm. You're in rhythm with the Lord, and like you're in His Spirit, and you're, you're yeah. You just feel like the you're in the rhythm with 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 what He's uh, got for us, which is um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Mm. Mm. In tune with God's sound. Yeah. Mm. What I mean, when you think about it now, we we're speaking about rest and Shabbat and going to Moadim in general. What an almighty privilege to be involved in this. I mean, I think most of us grew up in the um, Chasianity, probably, mm. most of us, all of us. I know I did, I think. I didn't. The, the, no, you no. didn't. You grew up with nothing, basically. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, no, just, no. Grew, just in a dark room. No, 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 no faith. No, no, so, faith. Yeah, no. no faith. Well, I was brought up with kind of like a promising Catholic Jesus kind of thing, but not really endorsed. Um, but most of us, probably most people online also with um, brought up some kind of Christian church kind of upbringing, go to church on a Sunday, etc, etc. You sing hymns, you do Christmas, you do Easter, etc, etc. And then one day you think, hang on, I'm doing, I'm actually doing the Moadine. Mm-hmm. I'm doing Sukkot, I'm doing the, the Passover, I'm doing the, the Trumpets and I'm doing the Shabbat. I think where in the world did I get invited into this? How did this happen to me? You know, not that I'm special. I'm no, not, no. None of us here say, "Oh, I'm special." That's yeah. why. But 
by the grace and the love of God, say, I'm actually partaking in what God has always um, endorsed. It's scriptural. We see, we, we look at the feasts and say, well, oh, most of the verses, but aren't they for the Jews? Well, actually, no, it's, it's God's feasts. Hallelujah. Mm, the Jews have been doing them. Our brothers and sisters, our cousins, the Jews have been doing them since day one. And who's anyone who's new to this to say, well, what is Passover? What is Tabernacles? And what is the Shabbat? We look to our brothers and sisters, the Jews, because they've been doing it from day one, you know, and they teach us so many things. And we will also be able to teach them same things also. Yeah. And when we come together, well, we know what's going to happen. But in the meantime, I look at I think, what an awesome, amazing thing to be invited to actually acknowledge what this is all about. Mm. You know, because oh, I, yeah. I could have just wandered through life like a, a leaf just being blown here and there, going to church on a Sunday, maybe doing confession sometimes got a bit of piece of stuff in my mouth and having a bit of wine. Not really knowing what it was all about, but thinking I'm doing a godly thing. But to actually do and observe God's feast <coughs> in the Bible, his written word, I often have to pinch myself and think, Lord, I thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. To invite me into this, into your world of the truth. And, and with that, bro, I just got the word fullness. It's just fullness, isn't it, bro? It's just full. Mm-hmm. it's just jam-packed because it's just so much substance mm-hmm. it's just a banquet you know yeah, it's a fullness bro it doesn't end. and uh, you're full to the brim True. so for anyone out there yeah. contemplating these things want to give these things a go there's great fullness it's the truth it it's the life it's the truth it's the way mm-hmm. yeah. what um what i look forward to to seeing i mean without going down the roads of church history but um, I think we're in a very exciting and privileged position as Tommy said where we have been invited to the murdering we've been invited to take part in the the, the truth of the scriptures um, by the spirit not by the law not by some legalistic obedience but we've been called by his spirit because we, we can all testify we come from different backgrounds but yet we still conclude the same the same thing is that we want to do his ways because they're loving and they're amazing so we stand. We now stand on the precipice of the fruit of that um, uh, of that revelation. So you have those that have come from the, a more church orientated background, who've seen signs and wonders, who operate uh, operate on the supernatural, who've seen healings, who who believe in in walking out the the kingdom uh, commission. Um, but then you've also got those who have the knowledge of the Moedim and. I think what I'm most excited about is seeing that come together yes. in a unification yes. within the body. Yes. How can we see the fruit within the body where we've got the Sunday folk and the Saturday folk and we all combine the, 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 the fullness, as Joe says, the fullness of the truth of the scriptures, but by the spirits we can we can really uh, see some some amazing things going on. I know Ali, that's that's something that you're yeah. particularly passionate about. Yeah, yeah. Um just to get round that barrier. Because um, because coming from Sunday Church myself and being like all about finished works and grace and the power and you know it's all Him and we're just vessels you know all that you know was was my bread and butter really for years, um, uh, and the barrier to you know following you know the the, the Shabbat and the the other appointed times and um, some of the other things that we see in the Torah is just this thing of seeing it as legalism you know. 
And so um, seeing more and more people just kind of come to a realization that these things are, are a joy, you know, just because you're, you're doing it. I mean, there's, there's loads of things in the, in the Torah that Sunday church folk do, you know, um, we're probably in agreement on 90 odd percent of it, you know, uh-huh. so if, if yes. a load of people in the Sunday church are, um, you know, not worshiping idols or if they're, um, if they think that's, that, that, that's a commandment that still stands or stealing or uh, murder, you know, all these things that they honor those ones, just because, you know, we do the fourth commandment as well, that doesn't make it legalism, you know, any more than doing any of those other commandments is legalism, you know, so I feel like there's, there's a barrier there in people's understanding that for some reason they've sectioned off some commandments as legalism, where some commandments are completely fine to do in the spirit. And I think a lot of the time people just need to experience it. Like for me, I had to see people actually following the, the, the Shabbat and talking about it, like we've all just talked about it as being this blessing, that it's a spirit-filled time, that it's like a time of rest to, to be with him, that we have a break from the world to get it, just to, to spend time uh, in his presence. And um, <clears throat> when, when you frame it like that, and people actually get to experience it, not from a, a legalistic tick box exercise, but as a gift, as, a, as an absolute joy, you know, um people might say you know well it's just a symbol it's just a shadow well yeah so is so is the bread and the wine so is baptism you know it's still a joy to do it <coughs> so um, i think it's it's great to see more and more people coming into that kind of realization you know? and it still has a prophetic impact when we do it you get me because yeah. peter says look the baptism here is not like to wash germs off your skin mm. it's it's an inward internal cleanse you know cleanse the inside of the cup and the outside shall become clean mm. you know i always say when we do baptisms everyone's had a shower before they've come mm-hmm. it's not that reason that yeah. you're here today this is for the cleanse of conscious mm. as peter speaks of and that mark does impact the spiritual you know it's not just like oh yeah look it's a it's like we're just playing fancy dress mm. it, it really does have a spiritual prophetic implication yeah. Just like the Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think particularly in like seeing those spiritual truths manifest in our lives, there's something about these physical things that we do, that we're told to do in scripture that just, you know, that facilitate that, you know, that I think that's why we're giving them, you know, because it's, it, it's given, it's like, I always see it as what we have in Yeshua is a bit like a, a bank account with millions of pounds in it. Um, but if you don't know it's there, you know, you're never going to spend it. You're never going to get the money out, are you? So Yeshua is actually given salvation to all, you know, to everyone, right? You know, it's, it's being given. There's a lot of people who don't know it, so they're not accessing it. Um, and so when we, we, we take that, that transaction out and then we can start, you know, actually walking in that, that gift, you know, that he's given us. Um, so that's kind of where the, the rest and the and the work comes into play. The rest is the, the trust that the millions of pounds is there and there's nothing that I need to do to make that there. It's already been given, you know, so that can be righteousness, um, healing, um, you know, all spiritual blessings, peace, all that kind of stuff, it, it's already there. Uh, uh, deliverance, it's already been given salvation. Um, but then the, there is an element that we, we, we see that, you know, faith without works is dead and there's an element of like, 
you know, accessing it yeah. um, and, and, and using yeah. it, you know, yeah. in our lives. The Lord wants us to cash a check of faith at the bank of belief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Lord is not on a budget, yo. He ain't on a budget. I always say when we're like evangelizing to people like that, I always say, look, it's like we've, because they're like, what are you doing? What, what makes you want to do this? Like, do you want money? And we're like, no, no, no way. You know, like, yeah. it's like we found this infinite reservoir of gold just mm-hmm. to ourselves and how how selfish would we be if we didn't want to share this we've just found an infinite economy it's a bless everyone abundantly mm-hmm. and make you rich and a millionaire not necessarily financially of course but in spirit mm-hmm. and in the richness of life so yeah the lord wants us to cash that check of faith at the bank of belief and he is not <laughs> on a budget you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those daily miracles isn't it if if you've got a glass of water and you pour some of your glass into somebody else's glass, you've only got so much left. And then if you pour some more of your glass of water into somebody else's glass, you, you'll have none left. They'll have some water, but you'll have none left. But with love, it never ends. You pour out love, and the more love you give out, the more love you still have to give yeah. it. It's just one of these spiritual miracles daily, you know. And what did Yeshua say? Tell us. Said a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the woman at the well. Yes, yeah, yeah. Unto me, you'll never fail. First, mm-hmm. your first level. Yeah, and he is that wellspring. Truly. Yeah. That yeah. wells up to eternal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly. Your cup runneth over. It, it's exactly. Runneth this, over. That's what I chuck in my mouth. This, this glass, it, it, it runneth over. Mm-hmm. And it always does. Yeah, I just want to ask you, if you're watching online and you've really felt the, the peace of this conversation today, this spiritual conversation, just drop a comment in the uh, in the box because, you know, we're still trying these things out. We're still testing these uh, areas and we want to see the, what works and what doesn't. So... Yeah, if you feel in the spirit, hallelujah. <laughs> Put a hallelujah in the comment section. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Um, I think, again, one of the takeaways for me is the importance of, uh, of fellowship and gathering with others. Uh, there is only so much you can do on your own. But I think when it comes to integrating that, those next steps in terms of the fullness, you need to be able to be topped up by your brothers and sisters. You need to be under the word. You need to be receiving good teaching, good sound doctrine. Uh, people encouraging you to, 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 to be the best that you can be in your relationship with, with, with the Father. How much time are you spending with the Father and, and what are you doing in that time? And um, like I said, there, there's only so, so much you can do on your own. Um, so again, if you are out there and you are... Um, I wouldn't want to say struggling, but if you're finding it difficult, I just ask the Father to, to bring people into your life. Ask the Father to open the door so that you can fellowship in person. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the online stuff. I love I love being able to go on teachings and YouTube. That's great, but you just can't be... There's, there's, you, you just can't be gathering with the brethren and um, the, the, the rest that it brings. Because we spoke about trust. Uh, being part of the rest and I need to trust people around me in order to rest to let go of my woes to be able to confess my sins to be able to 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 tell of my struggles and in order to do that fully I need to be able to call Ollie I need to be able to 
go over to Joe's and, and, and speak to my to, to my to my elders and and uh, and that's so important for, for that rest I think. Hallelujah. Sure. You know sure. rest was the first act of intimate intention between God and man and it will be the last. It was the first act of intimate intention. He creates in six in the seventh he rests. He invites Adam to participate in that. And he's inviting all of us to participate in that as well. And we do that through Christ. And that is why I believe it is fundamentally one of the core pillars of our faith. It's related to Christ and his finished work. It's related to the Shabbat, which is before and to come. It's also related to the seal of God, eternity, you know, being seated in heavenly places, having the enemy made a footstool for your feet. You know, it's just packed. It's so packed. And for that reason, we have to occupy that rest. That means to keep the Sabbath holy, of course, because it's a blessing and it's rejuvenation and it's life. And he is the source of life and the author of it. So we want to step into that harmony of life and rest because it's designated and delegated. You know, who wouldn't want that? You get me? No wonder he commands it. He's saying, look, this is the best thing for you. This is the best thing for you. And, you know... It's 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 potent, and I think it's been a great topic tonight that we've spoken of. So just lastly, to finish off, I just think it would be good. Um, we'll come to an end now. Just to finish um, in in some practical application and what that looks like. So I know you've just said there some practical application down on the bar. You know, getting yourself some brethren, brothers, sisters that you can be in with and share that rest. I think that's important to share the rest. Um. So I, I'd like to give some practical advice as well. And it's, you know, it's about service. All right, so you can't go then and say, well, look, I'm going to go and work because I'm just serving on Shabbat and you got to pay. Now, what I mean, that service is like, you know, what are we doing for each other on that day? You know, Yeshua said, the Levites sweep the temple, they wash the garments, they lift animals, they light fires, yet they're blameless. That's what you said before, Tom. So you know that there's great rest and victory in service. Okay, Yeshua healed on the Shabbat. That was a victory, that was a service, and that was a rest. And it was all symbolic of the rest to come. You get me? It was all symbolic of the reign of Elohim to come. So for me, it's like that, that being able to offer the gifts on Shabbat. Okay, offer the gifts on Shabbat. Because that will also bring an impart of rest and impart of victory and, and a peace and a fruit that is abundant. So what about what about you, Tom? Any, any? Yeah, thanks, Joseph. Um rest, when you said that it's um, you mentioned it before. We think of Sukkot and we think of the Garden of Eden and the, the eighth day eternity. Rest, no rest. For me, um, Shabbat, basically, is a like Ollie was touching on before. It's a shadow image of him. And I personally think Shabbat and rest within God is a, it's a piece of God's kingdom. It's, yeah. it's it's being with God in His kingdom, and it's that's what it represents really. It's um, it's doing God's will. It's doing good. It's 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 about love. It's about humility. It's about um, and it's it's of course fellowship is important, but not everybody can have fellowship, and we hope that um, this podcast alone 
will be fellowship for Hallelujah. people, for people Hallelujah. who are, um, may be alone in their walk, and they say, "Well, our Father has um, has a hand in everything in His creation and technology, most of which was not made for our benefits. God can turn it for good." Yes. And if you're out there online saying, "Well, I'm on my own. I don't know what to make of all this," you can at the touch of a button tune into um, people who who love Jesus. Um, Hallelujah. Try to follow God's more redeemed His appointed times, and you can see them. They are your fellows. They are your brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. and we are here for you. You know, and um, one of God's appointed times is His His weekly Shabbat. His rest within Him, and it's, uh, it all points to um, God's kingdom that we're all destined for. Those who obey Him will love Him, will do what He says, because we love Him. That's where we're headed for, and that's that's the truth and the uh, the way that we try to portray to proclaim the the, the glory of our Lord, our Lord God Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So we got a uh, we got finding yourself. Fellowship and iron sharpens iron, and uh -huh. being in a in a in a, in, a, in a community and a culture from Darren, uh, you know, I suggested using your gifts and service in the right way, not like, oh well, I'm just gonna go and work and then use me money that I've just been paid with to like <laughs> buy people stuff who like need <coughs> it. It's like no, no, <laughs> no, it's not that. The service is in bringing the word. Bringing the hymn, sure. you know, Jesus. bringing them, bringing it, bring, offering up your home for that fellowship, for that Shabbat, cooking a dish, and, and serving one another, reading the Parsha, being a reader, being a being a prayer warrior, you know, being a priest on Shabbat, you know, being a priest on Shabbat. So that was that was my, that was my advice, and yours is keeping it and, and tasting the kingdom. Just be a part of the body. No, Being not, a part of the not everybody can be the head or the neck or the shoulders. A little toe and a little toenail is a part of the body. Well, whatever you can, I don't know about the toenail. Whatever part you can uh, contribute, that is a part of the kingdom. We all have something to offer. Our Lord gives all qualities and gifts that we can offer. It's all part of the body. If you can read, read for God. If you can speak to people, speak of God. Hallelujah. If you can teach, teach of God. If you can listen, listen for God. You know, do all things for the glory of God. Hallelujah. All right, so finally, Ollie, for yourself. Um, I was just thinking about prayer when you were when you were talking about it. You know, there's there's lots of different prayers that I think are are, are great. You know, lots of different prayers in in the Word, um, and. The, what, we, what we're talking about today is these prayers of rest and trust and I think a lot of that for me comes from just pro 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 proclaiming truth so let's say I'm really struggling with a challenge with work or finances or health or whatever it might be um, you know one prayer would be you know a, a prayer of asking father to do something in that area or a prayer of rest would be more just giving thanks that you know, that he's, he's seated in heavenly places, that he's overcome all things, that he's never lost a battle, that we're in him, that we have all spiritual blessings, that by his stripes that we've been we've been healed. You know, and we start like proclaiming the truth oh, and, and yeah. through that we get to rest. Mm -hmm. And we start feeling that shalom coming back to us. 
<sighs> and so the power of prayer, you know, like just proclaiming the truth, the truth is, is, is beautiful. Is a key for me, I think. Yes, yes, mm. yes beautiful. Bless you, brother. Yeah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a beautiful podcast, gents. Pleasure. Pleasure. Hallelujah. So if um, anybody feel led to uh, to close off in prayer, uh, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, just talked about prayer now. Yeah, yeah. It's going to have to be a good one. <laughs> I'm going to rest. I'm going to rest. You're going to rest? Yeah. Darren, you can take it away, brother. Praise you. Be led. Be led. Abba Father, we thank you once again for being in our midst uh, by your spirit that we have the um, privilege to, to be able to, to dwell in your word, to, to dwell on your... Um, to, to, to dwell on your ways, Lord, and um, I pray uh, again that this uh, this blesses anybody this reaches, Lord. Um, I pray it blesses us with with rest, Lord, rest in, in the knowledge of you, uh, rest in the knowledge of your of your victories, uh, rest in the knowledge of when you said it is finished, it you truly meant that it is finished. Father God, I just pray that. Um, we can embrace that rest that we can be re-energized at your your living waters we can nourish and refresh us to to do your work or to do your kingdom work that we we take this rest so that we can uh, lovingly lay ourselves down there, there is no greater love than one that lays down his life for his brothers Lord, and I just that we, we can operate in love Lord, because we're resting in you we're resting in your truth amen Father God, I ask for an abundance of the fruit of your truth, the, the fruit of your rest, Lord. Let, let the light shine from your Sabbaths, Lord. Let, let the fruit of our rest in you not only help the world, but help, help the body, Lord. I pray that we can unify in, in your rest, Lord. I ask that you bring us closer together as a body so that we can rest together, not separate anymore. So Lord, we just uh, we lay down this conversation at your feet. We thank you uh, that we've been able to discuss this topic, and uh, we just give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory in Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that was um, that was the uh, that was a beautiful topic. I just want to thank Ollie. I want to thank Tommy. Thank Joe, and uh, for and thank you all online for for joining us. As Joe said earlier, please leave a comment. Please subscribe. Um, get the algorithms going, get us out there, share, like, subscribe, Hallelujah. all that jazz. But um, again, we just thank you. We hope it blesses you and uh, we look forward to seeing you again on the, the next Upper Room. Hallelujah. Shalom. 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 From our house Shalom. to your house. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.